This is TV Podcast Industries, and we're discussing The Umbrella Academy Season 2, Episode 5, Valhalla. Clearly, we're not saving the world tonight, but maybe, maybe we could at least try to save my marriage. No! No, because that's like... That's like asking a nun how to hump someone's leg. I mean, who in this room knows shit about relationships? This one, in secret love with some farm frau. Her name's Sissy. Which is an improvement on her previous love interest, the serial killer. What? And meanwhile, I'm carrying a torch for a soldier I haven't technically met yet, and Luther is in love with his sister. Okay, again, we are not biological. Face it, the healthiest long-term relationship in this family was when Five was banging that mannequin. The only thing the Umbrella Academy knows about love is how to screw it up. You're listening to KBOX. Cheers. Cheers. And we're back, fellow Academy alumni. This is TV Podcast Industries, and you're listening to us discuss the Umbrella Academy Season 2, Episode 5, Valhalla. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. I'm one of your hosts, Derek. Hello there, fellow Brolly Dollies. I am John, your third and final host. <laughs> I'm still not too sure about Brolly Dollies. I'm, I can't wait until we put out our poll on our uh, on our group and find out what people actually think of Brolly Dollies or Academy alumni. Aren't you supposed to be doing that one, Chris? Uh, apparently yeah okay <laughs> thanks for reminding me oops uh, it's right. luckily we are recording this ahead of the release on friday the 31st where all of umbrella academy season two is dropping over on netflix mm-hmm. but thank you to netflix we got this early so we're recording it a bit ahead of time so we can really get in there and discuss each and every aspect of the episodes absolutely and if you want to hear the episodes a bit earlier than we get them on our main feed you can go over to patreon.com slash tv podcast industries support us for any amount over there and you get access to the episodes before they're released on our main feed on tv podcast industries.com yeah well you can head on over there and subscribe to the podcast on any academical or non-academical podcast catcher excellent i like that i like that Yes, but gentlemen, I think it's about time we dive into the episode because we have a lot to talk and a lot to dance to. Uh, so, do you want to give us the episode details, Derek? Sure. Valhalla, the fifth episode of Umbrella Academy Season 2, directed once again by Tom Verica. He directed episode four. The teleplay for this episode was written by Robert Askins. He wrote on a TV show called The Sun, which starred Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. A big, uh, big epic adventure in the uh, in the west of America. Uh, very different TV show, but hasn't got that many credits other than, other than that. So, welcome aboard the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I, I've never heard of The, the Sun um, I've heard of Pierce Brosnan, mm-hmm. but not the sun. Uh, so. so it's a big yellow thing in the sky. <laughs> it's it, it's sometimes hot. We don't see it in Ireland or the UK much. <laughs> not recently, it anyway. It scares us. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh my God, it's the sun god has revealed himself. He must be angry with us. Quetzalcoatl, <laughs> no! It's a very... But anywho. Yeah, very different to that is, is this the sun as in the child, not uh, not the uh, thing in the sky. Absolutely. Ah, right. Yeah. So that thing okay, in the sky we can we actually see. look at this thing. Exactly. And Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, John, do you want to tell us what they gave us? Sure. Summoned to an emergency meeting of the Academy, the siblings hatch very different plans for how to spend their last six days on Earth. Meanwhile, as the Handler and Leela cause mischief uh, around Dallas, 
Number five catches up with the handler. Mm-hmm. 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 And has an awesome fight with Leela, which I'm sure we're going to talk yes. about in this episode. <laughs> oh, yes, we will. But, gentlemen, I'm going to jump straight in on this because this is the episode. The Mandalorian gave us the child. <laughs> The Umbrella Academy has given us baby Pogo. This is my big point for this episode. Uh Absolutely. The cutest little baby Pogo uh, I could possibly want. Literally, I I, I know there are so much better points and so many bigger things in this episode. Mm -hmm. But honestly, this was one where I went, (gasps) you're giving us an origin last episode. Don't do it. Oh my God, you're giving me baby Pogo. All right, I'm in. I'm done. This is your Funko Pops. This is your Umbrella Academy plush toys. This is... I want a baby simian monkey. Yeah. Or chimpanzee. It's not even an ape. See, this is, al- this is always like, part this of the is- problem, isn't it? That, you know, when you have something like the child from, from the Mandalorian, well, you can't have your kids asking for that for Christmas. Whereas if you have a baby chimpanzee from the Congo, kind of seeing all these kids expecting that daddy and mommy are going to get uh, a baby chimp shipped to them for Christmas, that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> but he is cute as hell, and he's still oh God, yeah. very, very intelligent. I'm not too sure from the way this really short piece plays out, I'm not too sure whether uh, there has been some work done with him beforehand to make him this supreme intelligent Pogo, or whether he has come to them and they've trained him to be intelligent, just regular, like, testing and training. Um, so the way I take this, and I'm going to run you through my thought process mm-hmm. on this. So essentially, he comes from the Congo. Uh, we see uh, Mama is there. She is seems to be the main zoologist, biologist, uh, as part of NASA, one of the Apollo missions. They're at Cape Canaveral. Yes, she trains Pogo. And uh, essentially, yeah, we knew that they were using chimps around this time for some of the Apollo missions. We don't know whether this is off books or actually one of the Apollo mm-hmm. missions. We won't know. But Pogo is being trained. Pogo uh, trains very well. He does amazing things. We have Hargreaves there. Uh, he seems to be in the back with some of the other Majestic 12, which I did notice. Mm. The man in black, the man in black is there as well. We then see there is a disaster with the capsule it goes down. Pogo is hurt. Oh no, this is the end of Pogo. No, it's not. Mm. Because Hargreaves comes in with a syringe that is quite similar to the one that they put in number one in season one. Mm-hmm. It's almost the exact same consistency and kind of color and everything like that. I checked it and I was like, hmm, could this be some magical serum he is working on? But the point that makes him Kind of the next step is we see a focus in. He injects it into Pogo. They focus in on the eyes and it moves from what we, I assume is standard simian eyes mm-hmm. to becoming human eyes. Absolutely. Yes. So that's the human eyes brings the intelligence. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And, and as his whole body repairs as well, because we saw that he yeah. was, I was going to say fire damage there. That sounds, uh, that sounds really wrong. <laughs> but yes, he was burned and <laughs> It sounds like damaged. it was in some kind of uh, sale. You know? Well, he repairs, yeah. doesn't he? So it's almost yeah. as though maybe he repairs and is, is, is upgraded in terms of his cognitive stuff. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. then we see Sereji reading Greek, which is Homer, uh, to Pogo. So mm-hmm. I presume that is the uh, answer to our potential uh, sort of intrigue into why it was um 
number five shouting Greek at at uh, Sir Hargreaves as he was leaving the mm-hmm. Mexican consulate, which is basically that he doesn't have uh, the hungry, hungry caterpillar. He doesn't read that to his children uh-huh. or any other kind of children's book that we would know. He reads uh, Homer, uh, the <laughs> Iliad, to um, to his children, yeah. and so he does so to Pogo. Do you know so, what? If you thought Baby Pogo was cute just as a monkey doing his lovely ta- his lovely tasks at the beginning, seeing him asleep in his pajamas, it's so much cuter. That's oh, definitely yeah. the cute. That was one. very cute. This is definitely this is marketing one hundred and one. <laughs> I'm like literally, I can see Netflix just going right. That's it, merchandising. Here we come. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just you're gonna have all your Funko Pops and then baby Pogo and the cute little Pogo drawing as well, uh, which is uh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is great. It also solidifies that there may be some romantic relationship between. Um, the uh, Sir Reginald Hargreaves and the blonde lady that he uses as uh, the model for Mum. For Grace, yes, yes. Yes, so yeah. the Grace and Hargreaves potentially have some romantic involvement at this point mm-hmm. in the 60s, and there he uses her as that model. Well, he, she did call uh, Hargreaves her date in the last episode when yeah. she was talking to Diego, so uh, they are they're dating in some Definitely. sense. Uh, but yeah, it looks like they met... Uh, here at, at the testing, I suppose, of Pogo uh, as well. Uh, but it looks like Pogo's moved home with Reginald Hargreaves to this uh, beautiful house that he has. So uh, it would seem, anyway, that that's a, that's a home that they But that in. was the office. They're in the office That was the uh, office in of, Dallas. The, of the Umbrella Company, but, yes. Yeah. So the original flashback takes place in Cape Canaveral in Florida, um, and this is, or it looks quite similar to the Umbrella Academy office mm-hmm. In that we see that five and Diego break into, uh, in previous episodes. Yes. Yes. Um, so look, this gives us some, this gives us a, some great merchandising that we can all buy, uh, and have in our house. This is also just a nice way of us understanding the, the, the origin of Pogo, but at the same time, what, how Grace is involved, that they're involved in the space program. Mm-hmm. Um, that the Majestic 12 are there. So this actually gave us a lot of a, a bit of an exposition dump in a quite cute package. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, Nothing really wrong with did. exposition if it's cute. Yes, exactly. So there you have it. That's my big moment for this episode. Um, I'm going to point over to John next because I want to see what you thought mm-hmm. of this episode. Well, I am a super list maker, so I actually have two for, for this point. Uh, because I was... <gasps> Shock! Because I was torn, um, to be honest. Um, firstly, Valhalla. Uh, I have not laughed so much <laughs> in such a long time. I just loved this send-off by the other two Swedes in Milkman outfits of um, of the the sort of the remaining bit of their uh, their brother mm-hmm. um just the the foot and the splinted shin uh, being set alight with the the fire arrow yep. into the boat um what what an amazing amazing scene i was just grinning and the fact that it is done to hello in swedish uh, was just Ah, oh, brilliant. I absolutely loved yeah. this. I, I could not have laughed more. I just was just something I wasn't expecting. Yeah, definitely. Um, so tongue in cheek. Yeah. 
almost you know really great comedy yeah. to be honest but even even the original uh, scene oh, where we have the setup effectively that it's supposed to be De- diego that's uh yeah. in there they see the uh they see the knife in the tree just beside where they're uh where the third member of their crew has blown up um, but yeah that setup where it's just a leg left behind felt very monty python-esque <laughs> for, uh, for that moment but uh, there is another scene that's quite similar to this that made me laugh before in another show john uh game of thrones where they're trying to do a very similar send-off to uh to the father of caitlin stark um isn't it where they were uh, her brother's trying to shoot the arrow at the at the pyre as it's going out into the river, and he keeps missing over and over. Oh, yeah, again. yeah. Uh, another, yeah, yeah. Another very funny scene about a fire on a boat. But exactly, uh, and and speaking of funny moments as well, when Tomlin uh, falls from the red keep. Okay, that just he 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 did that in a way that reminded me of a comedy trip. Mm-hmm. It's just he tripped and fell out the window of the Red Keep. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, yes. Um, the dark comedy of uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> exactly. Also but the dark comedy of Umbrella Academy here, though. Yeah. This was just great, though. Um, fur plays to them for putting this in because I just thought it was really, really good. And I, I think, as you say, you know, the handler is playing i think a lot of people here mm-hmm. uh, potentially uh number five uh they're certainly trying to implicate diego um now with this uh the death of one of the swedes and um yeah so it's a it's a little she's playing off a lot of sides here Definitely. um what with yeah, yeah number five the commission the swedes uh, so yeah, really, really great uh, little moment here. Absolutely, we still don't have enough information about the Swedes. I still don't know whether they're actually brothers or cousins or something, but they're just Swedish. All three of them are just Swedish. So I yeah. kept wanted to call the death of a brother basically, but it's not a brother necessarily. We don't know. Uh, it's just one of the no, crew. Basically, we did see in the previous episode when uh, one of the previous episodes were in their house, mm-hmm. they were looking at an old photo. The kind of the old, the leader brother was looking at a photo mm-hmm. in black and white and you had an old Oma type granny looking mother with the head sh- shawl and then three young boys and an older man. Right. Um, in the photo. So the assumption maybe <laughs> that they've known that each other since brothers, childhood <laughs> or that too. <laughs> Really good scene, but you said you had a second one for your uh, number one point of the episode. John, yeah, the, I, exactly. The, the other great one, um, it kind of, it's how I feel that myself and my sisters kind of would behave. It okay. is all day drinking. Um, <laughs> I, I do like the fact that, you know, Klaus has crashed at Allison's from um, his his kind of tragic uh, run-in with effectively Dave's uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and his cult. And his cult. Um, and I love the fact that Allison actually takes it up, the, the drinking of Klaus, and says, well, if we're going to start day drinking, we'd better do it right. I've got some yeah. better booze in the cupboard. <laughs> um, I love Ben's reaction to it as well. It's like, oh, finally, she's going to talk him down. Exactly. She's going to talk him down, not let him get, get drunk, and then it's, oh, we're going to get better booze than that. <laughs> and I just, I, I, love the, I love that Allison kind of, sort of comes in on this because again with ray there's issues there with ray she saw luther as well and vanya comes in and they have that great moment in the beauty salon where they're kind of dancing around some really great music and it's kind of it ultimately ends up with what are you going to do in the last six days um and uh you know it's kind of the 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 loves and and the life of of that seven and we have vanya um 
and uh, and Klaus and Allison really deciding that, well, they're going to, you know, not kind of worry about dad. They're not going to worry about JFK, <laughs> like, uh, like number five and Diego, but instead, you know, uh, that, uh, Vanya's going to tell Sissy that she loves her. Ray uh, is going to get told the truth by uh, Allison. Mm-hmm. And uh, Klaus, <laughs> effectively, at this stage, is going to tell his followers that they're all going to die. Um, <laughs> and I, I really just thought um, this was was really good, um, just having these three sort of slightly at odds with the rest mm-hmm. of um, the 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 seven uh, because they've been drinking all day. Uh, and I really, really liked that. I think there was also a great line where they kind of, you know, come to the conclusion that they've all been a bit dysfunctional um, and their relationships have been. Um, and I think it, it's Luther or Diego says, well, the healthiest relationship here was number five, making love to the mannequin. Um, so I just <laughs> thought it was just... I still... That, that was literally the moment I laughed <laughs> yeah. and then went, oh my God, it's actually true, but then continued laughing. I was, just, I was like, yeah, that's... Oh, no, that's... Oh, that's you know, I can't believe we didn't even comment on the fact that when Five went to see his father's office, it was surrounded by mannequins. Uh, everywhere was mannequins left, right, and center. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> actually. I commented on that, but yeah. He, unfortunately, yeah, I don't really want to comment about a child getting um, aroused, uh-huh. uh, but he probably, he probably did. He probably went, ooh, hello <laughs> Well, he is 58. He's not... He's not a child. Yes. <laughs> in a child's body. Child's body yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, this this was my kind of, um, you know, I think this was my, these two big points. Yeah. Um, and I, I think as well, you know, Diego here, we definitely find, uh, it's like we need to find and kill dad. He really has made up his mind that his dad is responsible for the death of JFK. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dad is, Plus grassy knoll equals JFK death, um, and so I, I kind of really like uh, all of this. Even though uh, number five is kind of maybe you're jumping to conclusions here, but uh, yeah, I really I, I just love them all meeting up uh, in in that way. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely loved uh, loved Alison Klaus and Vanya dancing to uh, dancing to the music in uh, in the hairdressers. Um, I guess this is our season two version of the. I think we are, we're alone now dancing season one. That was the big kind of dance sequence that stood out from season yes. one. I don't think they're going to replicate that again in season two. You probably wouldn't want to push it too much further than the, the, these three doing their own individual dances yeah. in the, in the, the hairdressers keep wanting to call it a barbershop, but that's just because I'm a bloke, <laughs> but it's definitely just say salon. <laughs> the, the salon. salon. There you go. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but definitely a really fun scene. I love that they're all getting drunk and you're right, John. It does remind me of you and your two sisters <laughs> together very much. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a lot of fun. And a lot of a lot of uh, daring each other to do the thing you probably wouldn't do if you hadn't had a couple of drinks. Absolutely, <laughs> you go tell that guy the thing you really shouldn't <laughs> tell him. You go and tell the girl that you love, even though she's married, that you're in love with her, and uh, and you go and tell your cult they're all going to die next week. Okay, grand, no problem. <laughs> we'll make <laughs> Off that we go right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's that's my point really. Um, Derek, what about yourself? Um, just an interesting one for this one. Again, I think each of the characters are getting some really good moments this season. For Luther, I thought this was probably my favorite moment he's had this season, um, where he go, where we find out that he actually knew Reginald Hargreaves was, was around the whole time because he visited him immediately after he arrived yeah. uh, in in the city when he went when he was in Texas. He spent a few days shouting for Allison. 
alongside the homeless man from episode one where they repeated Ali that scene. <laughs> which is hilarious they obviously knew how funny that scene was so they replayed it uh, here um, and we have him going and making money on the streets effectively to uh, make his way on the bus to uh, to go and visit Reginald Hargreaves uh, at his home um, and instantly uh, basically getting thrown out by Hargreaves um, because yeah. not that he doesn't believe in time travel <laughs> not that he doesn't believe that uh, Luther has returned in time from the future to tell him something about the future he couldn't possibly be his child because he's so unkempt and so uncouth how could you possibly expect me to believe that you're my son uh, i absolutely loved the rejection from reginald Hargreaves on that basis i just think it's so interesting that he comes with this massive story to the person that has been in control of their lives and has been so uh so focused on getting these kids to where he wanted them to be and then we have luther coming back and telling him the honest truth and him being thrown out instantly like you know we saw how rejected luther felt in season one where he found out about the fact that his mission on the moon was nothing other than to get him off the planet here we find that he's also being rejected by his father in a much more detrimental way to him, saying that the way that he effectively was created by his father is not anything that he would want to wish was his son. Like, that's awful for poor Luther. Yeah. Like, what does he say? It's the stench of failure or something coming mm-hmm. off you. Um, like, it is really, really uh, harsh. Um, and But it, it, it's interesting. It's, I think it's kind of good seeing that one of them went back to the academy mm-hmm. in... I, sp- I, I keep thinking it's New York. It might not be, yeah, but at least not Dallas, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and I thought, uh, yeah, you, you kind of wondered uh, what was going to happen here, what was going to be the reaction. Um, and, yeah, it, no wonder he's been on that downward path um, a- a- ever since. So the nice thing here is in the family meeting, Luther kind of makes a, a, a little joke at, at Diego um, saying that he had been shanked by his father. And mm-hmm. uh, Diego kind of retorts to him with, well, you had your heart shanked by by, by dad. <laughs> uh, like, th- there's just some really great banter between them. It does genuinely feel like a, a family, family with, yeah. with all this, this retorting, uh, which you couldn't get away with with anyone else. But it's just really uh, nicely done. Yeah, yeah. That's it for the three big points i think for the episode or four if you count john's extra point uh some of the things that were happening in the episode um one that i really liked again ben uh in the background when the family are kind of meeting up in uh, above morty's um we hear ben going i've really missed you all um but nobody else can hear him and uh, of course yeah. um the wonderful klaus isn't willing to tell anybody else that uh that ben's hanging around the whole time uh he wouldn't he wouldn't tell the family that ben's there with them the whole time of course you know all it takes is is one moment for him to tell everybody that all seven of them are together in the same room but uh but ben is looking very lonely there in that room uh not being able to reach out and touch all the family around him it's so sad and it really yeah it highlights the bad aspect of klaus mm-hmm. so much more yeah definitely um so like it's that that the addict version it's beyond the addict of Klaus. It's the it's the It's almost vindictive mm. a little. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say the a hole nature of Klaus. Mm-hmm. Um that just really it's highlighted each and every time he doesn't pass on messages from Ben or because Ben has no recourse. Yeah. Ben has no way of pushing this or promoting this and it just it does it starts to get and you just that that's 
that one line is slightly heartbreaking yeah. in that just thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I really like kind of just that the, the fallout of the Mexican consulate as well, right at the start, where, uh, you know, you, you have, um, you, you, you definitely get the suspicion of number five now on Leela. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's kind of tells her to return from wherever she came. You know, who are this we? Um, it's almost why are you hanging around? There's something not right here. Yeah. And um, you seem to know too much information. You seem to know how to fight really well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Diego uh, ultimately as well walks away from, from Lila here. Um, and, you know, with a real retort, I'm used to dealing with liars uh, when I know what they're lying about. So mm-hmm. he knows yeah. that she's lying, but he has no other information on that. And I, I think that's, you know, that that's kind of really important because with the reunion, you have Leela listening in um, down yeah. down the chimney uh, on that whole thing about yeah. what they need to, to do um, around um, their, their pops and, and obviously with JFK uh, and the the apocalypse, the Holocaust, the, the nuclear Holocaust. So, um, yeah, it, it's just that, you know, it's a change now in tack, which will be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. You know, last episode they were dancing. This episode they're walking away and, yeah, be interesting. Absolutely, and certainly because the handler is pinning um, the the death of one of the Swedes on Diego, mm-hmm. you know, I think Leela will have choices to make uh, for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, speaking of Leela, uh, the fight sequence between Leela and Five. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was great. It looked like he was coming up against his his match or his equal, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really good. Yeah, like there was moments with Leela where you're wondering whether she had the same superpower as as uh, exactly as five. She's, right. She's getting out of the way very fast and appearing in different places across the room really fast, but she doesn't have superpowers, right? I don't think so. Not that I could see. I, see, the thing is, you're right there is right, it is. question mark? It is, because I'm still going back to there are 43 people created around the same time. Yes, exactly. Is she the same age as Diego? Was she born on the same day? Is that the reason why the handler was there and killing her parents to Poss- take yeah. her away from them? You know, is it something like that? Uh, that this yeah. is what we find out. Um, was what, 93 when that attack happened where they took away Leela from her family? Um was she about four years old when she was taken away? So that would be around the same age as the rest of the, the rest of the kids. Yeah, very so, good. So she does yeah. have a pair of, it just seemed like whether it was editing or whether it was, uh, or whether it was supposed to tell us that she had got a superpower. I don't know. Uh, but that also possibly could be another reason why five dislikes her because she has a similar superpower to him as well. Uh, but yeah, I really liked the scene, really liked the fight between, uh, between the two of them. I thought it was really well choreographed. Um, yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Um, so my, Big point I want to, the secondary big note point that I want to pull out here, mm-hmm. uh, is the music, mm-hmm. the, the composer choice. Mwah! <laughs> Chef's kiss. Like, come on. Bit of salt and pepper Mwah. on that. Bit of, uh, oh, oregano. Hey! <laughs> um, this is, oh my god, I'm on a FODMAP diet at the moment, and oh my god, I miss salt and garlic. Oh, <laughs> Anywho, sorry, continuing on. The choice in music by uh, the director and the composer, and uh, in this is just, it's on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hello in Swedish cover hilarious. was just fantastic. Definitely. Hilarious, well chosen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, yeah, I absolutely adored it. Then the Twisting the Night Away by Sam Cooke, which is easy 
you could have chosen any other from that period, um, like Twist and Shout, some other ones that are kind of more um, usually chosen, mm-hmm. but Twisting the Night Away, the just the, the, the lyrics and the choice in that is always perfect. Works so well. Yeah. And then this version of a bad guy by Billie Eilish's cover mm. um for this fight sequence is just the way that they were able to then edit the the music and the actual punches and the kicks and the the blinks cuz I'm what I I'm, I want to call his teleports blinks they just right. cuz it's like in and out it's a blink in it's a blink out it's like blink from um, the blink from the X-Men right? from the X-Men yeah. Who was actually in the X Men and then the Exiles? She was the Age of Apocalypse, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Right. <laughs> um, anywho, like Nightcrawler, uh, yes, uh, the, yeah, uh, like yeah no, he poops. No, he bumps and poops okay. because, according to the sound words, he poops. Right. I always thought <laughs> it's a hop. <laughs> it's a hop, skip, yeah. and a blink away. Um, but yeah, it was just well edited together to be perfectly in beat with that. It really was. Absolutely. I think one of the things with Five's power being shown in this episode and the fight with the Swedes in the in the earlier episode, uh, it really shows that his fight ability is really powerful. The fact that he can jump behind yeah, yeah. and kick out the legs of, some, of a stronger, taller yeah. opponent, I think works really well. I do wish... That they had the original version of Billy Ice's bad guy. I think it's a much better version than the ones in the show. I, like, I really do love her version of the song. I know they probably would have spent three quarters of the budget on the show to get the rights to use it. <laughs> so getting a cover version, totally understand why you do that. Uh, no. Very disingenuous of the, uh, of the Twitter account for Umbrella Academy to, uh, they listed off all the acts that were on the soundtrack for season two. And the way they list them off was, I'll just as an example was uh, coming up in the season two soundtrack, Adele, Billie Eilish, um, the, uh, Kiss, in one form or another, <laughs> coming up in season two. <laughs> so it was like two of those are cover versions. Uh, you didn't get Adele, you didn't get Billie Eilish to uh, to give you their songs, but other people have done cover versions of them. It's a grand cover; it's fine, but I just prefer her version. That's all. I actually preferred this version. I did watch the episode. I said this uh, said this to John yeah. afterwards. Watch the episode going. He absolutely oh, this clocked is, this song, This is Chris. absolutely a Chris version of this song. The minute I heard the brass yeah. section coming in, uh, the ska version of the song is like, this is totally Chris's. But it changes it. Like, the whole purpose of the song is a young teenage girl like Billie Eilish singing, I'm a bad guy, the one that uh, your mom hates, your one that your dad hates too, you know, kind of thing. It's, it's a young girl song sung by guys in this that sound much older than I'd played with a scabies. Uh, just not my, not my style. I just prefer her version. Good. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It was perfectly my style, and I love there every minute of this. Um, but, gentlemen, that was my big note. Any final bits we want to catch up on? Anyone we want to talk about before we jump onto final thoughts? I do think we need to talk about Harlan in this episode. Uh, there is a moment yes. here with, uh, with young Harlan, who's saved yep. by uh, Vanya in the last episode, um, and we see him potentially using a power well that is exactly it uh, yeah because so calming I, down a power maybe? well the so you 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 say your version and then i'll i'll comment and john you can comment as well mm-hmm. well let's just also say you know this is the moment where vanya has gone to tell sissy that she loves her and sissy is basically saying she can't leave and and then we have carl there and there is this moment where harlan is playing a board game mm-hmm. um and we have uh, Vanya seemingly losing control, um, and yeah. you know you see those kind of invisible pulse waves coming out, 
and of sound. Of sound. Yeah. Um, and you're thinking, what is going to happen here? You know, I kind of felt this house was about to end up on the moon or something like that. <laughs> um, and, that whole place explodes, yeah. But the interesting thing here is about Harlan because he kind of just puts his hand on her and it seems to bring everything down. It seems to calm yeah. everything down. Yeah. But at the time of watching it as well, I did think, or is this coming from Harlan because it's his parents who are yep. uh, who are arguing mm-hmm. and he goes like that and maybe it's Vanya ultimately being able to subdue his his newfound ability after what we saw in the last episode where she gives him some kind of um power or energy yeah. when she was giving mouth to mouth resuscitation so mm-hmm. yeah really interesting so i t- i took it slightly differently mm-hmm. I took this as, so Vanya is getting worked up. She's about to lose control. Uh, Harland is what the, the way I would describe it is that he was probably on the spectrum before mm. this, before he died in the previous or was, yeah, before he died yeah. in the last episode. He was on the spectrum, maybe autistic or Asperger's or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, the healing moat firefly whatever that has been passed over to him i believe has healed him more than just bringing him back to life Mm. it is taking it that step further uh so maybe he is this is showing that he has potentially more um situational awareness he is it's uh so basically this is him telling vanya to calm and like yeah. versus the other way. So this is him becoming more high functioning Maybe. or whatever way you want to call it. But he's able to calm her so that she only breaks the window. Yeah. So what I think this is the first science that Harland is going to become more of a character. He is, he may have his own powers. I think he probably will based on mm. what he's seeing, but at least this is, he will speak. He will become. Uh, he will be able. He will be able to communicate potentially maybe. going forward. Yeah, maybe. I think. I think certainly the contrast is there between what we saw earlier on in the season when he was sitting listening to classical music. There was a scratch on the record, and he freaked out completely and threw all of yes. the uh, the records all around the house. Now we see the exact opposite when Vanya's freaking out. He's able to calm her down, um, which it just is interesting. Whether it, it, there's just a connection between the two of them now that she's passed part of herself. Uh, over to him when she saved his yeah. life. Um, but yeah, it's it's just an interesting point. We need to keep an eye and see what's going on um, because there's obviously more more to happen between uh, Sissy, Carl, Harlan and uh, and Vanya in the future. Yeah, definitely. Keep an eye on that, definitely. Um, that's it for our notes and our big points for the episode. Anything else before we close out? That's it for me. What did you think of the episode overall, Chris? I, I love this. As I said, this has some of the best music direction in any episodes that well of all the episodes so far mm-hmm. i love this um i love the ability we had seen five uses powers in the last in the hallway scene yeah. this this fight for me against laia was fantastic mm-hmm. it's the one on we get a more one-on-one kind of approach and even though he's in the body of a 12 year old um he's still kicking ass and taking names absolutely yeah uh, that's the thing he has all the tactical uh, knowledge from his 50 something years mm-hmm. he has teleportation so he's able to kind of kick ass and take names uh, in this yeah. um 
I loved the 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 the, the salon scene. It was just fun. Mm-hmm. It's and it's that family bonding moment. But at the same time, this is one of the key aspects I said in the last episode. They're able to keep this moving for me. Yeah. That, I, that I'm constantly engaged. I'm not overly engaged in that. Like sometimes it's stressful and hard to watch. Like say some of the Watchmen or something uh, like that, absolutely. where it's like you're like, oh god, this is intense. This is just good old fashioned. I, I'm engaged. I, I'm, I'm, I want to know what's happening and I'm not feeling any lag. Yes. Uh, so yeah. at the mid season point, mwah, yeah. chef's kiss. <laughs> Come on, man. Salt bay oh, all no. over this season. It's the new Anywho. thing. Oh, no, it's, it's, the been, new yeah, thing. it's been on Twitter for months, John. You're not on Twitter yeah. enough. Kidding. Let me just say, finally, it has a certain genesis. <laughs> there you go. I pulled out Excellent all the terrible, Excellent. terrible ones. But, with that bombshell in very bad French. Oh, we're using all the things we're allowed to use on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That bombshell, that's banned, that was banned in our first hundred episodes. I know, I've not, yeah. I've not been able to say it in uh, the last four years. Yeah, yeah. So, but moving on then. John, what did you think about this episode? I'm totally with you again here, Chris. Loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, even without Valhalla, this would have been really high up there. Yeah. Um, but having that in was, <laughs> as I say, that yeah, it's the cherry on top of the cake. Hey, um, there you go. With the salt and pepper <laughs> and garlic. Sprinkles. Yes, exactly. Oh, no, the hundreds and thousands sprinkles. <laughs> Hang on a second. You can actually cook. At least Chris was keeping it in the dessert frame. You're on salt and pepper <laughs> and on just, your cherry on top I'm of the throwing cake. all the condiments okay. onto that cake, um, <laughs> to be honest. Um, really, really loved it. I would give this five... Uh, shanked hearts and cremated lower legs out of five um i thought it was just really mm. really good the fight scene with number five the the family reunion yeah. with the meeting but also you know that these kind of offshoots with allison klaus and vanya um with luther that he went back to the academy and um, the fallout from um the the Mexican uh, consulate, uh, all of this was just really really uh, good. Um, just thought it was fantastic. So yeah, five shanked hearts and a cremated lower leg out of five. Nice, nice, Derek. Nice. What did you think? Nothing to add other than this was a great episode. <laughs> yeah, this is this is yeah. definitely just the reunion of all the family together uh, in one room and the offshoots of the two individual groups uh, with Diego and Luther and uh, and five on one side and uh, and the other guys Klaus and uh, and Allison and Vanya over on another, another side dealing with things very differently and just this basic idea that we have at the end where now we have Sir Reggie Hargreaves as you call him John uh, inviting them all to dinner so he knows what's going on we we know we now have a setup for the next episode basically that they will all be meeting Reginald Hargreaves, uh, a man who doesn't know who the hell they are. <laughs> so, for for uh, a light lunch. For a light supper yes. in the next episode. Yes, that is that is the name of to the To my pursuers, episode. in yeah. fact. Yes. Yeah, like really that. good. I like that. Also love uh, the intro to that from the handler as she arrives in uh, and Five has his foot on the throat of uh, of Leela and she goes, did you miss me, you little shit? Which is <laughs> just, just a great little, uh, great little intro to her back in the 60s because nobody else knew she was there. 
until that moment. So uh, nice little moment there. But yeah, great episode. Ready to get on to episode six. But one last thing to do before we do. We have a pub quiz to get to. Whoop, whoop. Absolutely. Welcome to the carousel once again, fellow brolly dollies. Or is it a... a Salon this time, John. Are we in the hair? Or a beauty salon with your own booze uh, twisting the night away. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it is the pop pub quiz for Umbrella Academy season two. It is episode five. And the question for episode five is what board game was Harlan playing on the dining table at the farmhouse? Mm-hmm. You almost said it earlier on, didn't you? I nearly did, but I. I caught myself right at the last moment. <laughs> um, yes, just to repeat that, what board game was Harlem playing on the dining table at the farmhouse? Mm-hmm. Remember, send in your answer to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com mm-hmm. um, and you will be in with a chance to win um, the Umbrella Academy goodies that we have for the person with the most number of points when we tot up all the uh, answers and with the points. Exactly. At the, so far as well, everyone, each question is worth one point. That's right. Yes, only one only one per episode. So it's the game that Harlan's playing at the dinner table. Okay, cool. That's, that's this yeah. question. If you want to get all of the questions that we've asked so far, pop over to our website at tvpodcastindustries.com slash quiz. That'll be the uh, the page where I have all the questions up for this season of our pub quiz. And if you want to email us your thoughts about any of the episodes that you've watched or your thoughts about the series so far, email us to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com with your thoughts. We'll discuss them on a later episode. Thanks so much for joining us. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you head over to tvpodcastindustries.com where you can subscribe to all of our podcasts and make sure you catch every single one. Or head on to patreon.com slash tvpodcastindustries where you can get each and every episode slightly early plus some exclusive goodies. We'll be back next with episode six. Thank you so much. See you soon. Yeah, thank you so much for listening in. It's a pleasure speaking with you. Remember, fellow Broly Dollies, keep watching, keep listening, and importantly, keep smoldering. I like that. I will keep smoldering, John. I promise I'll keep smoldering. Is that like a scully and a molder? Well, <laughs> well, I was thinking more on you can take that as having been just on fire oh, or right. <laughs> that smoldering look uh, when you're trying to uh, obviously... A court or date right. or whatever you want to use. I'm, I'm going for the smouldering look. I'm not going to set myself on fire. No, please don't. Or 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 the smouldering member or remains of a, a leg. And, yes. Well, exactly. Also yes. Uh, oh, and <laughs> yeah. smolder could be a, mi- a mishmash of Scully and <laughs> Mulder. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Anywho, wow. moving on. That is the oldest shit name I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Bye. truth is out there, fellow Brolly Dollies. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.